What up, everybody? It's Nate with Street Wave, and welcome to another short series podcast. Today, I'm at Blick Coffee. You know where it's at now. We're about 30th in truce. Today, I'm here with Jody Hendricks. What's going on, brother, man? Hey, what's up? What's up, man? How you doing? Hey, man, I'm doing well. Thank you for your time. Um, I love meeting you. I love meeting here, one, because it's kind of quiet, and two, um, you know, hearing your stories before we even start, it gets me excited for this podcast. Um, I, I want to know a little bit more about you, where you grew up, uh, maybe uh, where you went to high school, where you went to college, and then where you are now, man. So I didn't go to college. Uh, I'm from Kansas City, Missouri, and I went to several different high schools. So I've been all over. So yeah. Um, I noticed on on uh, the Instagram. I mean, modeling was a big thing that you did. Um, when did that all begin for you? Funny thing is, so um, modeling. I really started taking modeling serious like last year, uh, around September. Um, of last year, I started taking modeling real serious, and because prior I was a singer, so yeah, I went ahead and uh, removed myself from the R&B realm. I was an R&B singer uh, in 2017, and then I was trying to discover on what I really wanted to do, and got into modeling. It's crazy how like um, the art, the creative realm, the artistic realm has like allowed musicians to move on to modeling, to other objects, to really. Um, fulfill their their uh, their impactfulness, if that makes sense, um, to to make an impact in the city. I didn't know you were R and B singer. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's crazy because like Dom and I were just talking about how we're we were wanting more R and B singers back in the city. For some yeah. reason, it's all been about like you know making yourself known aggressively rather than like singing through your heart f- yeah. for the women. Right. Well, that's what I see up for R and B. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. R and B. I mean, I was making love songs. I mean, relationship songs, sex songs. That's what I did. Um, yeah, it was a good time. I used to open up for several different big-name R&B artists, from like Trey Songs. To, uh, I opened up for uh, Chris one year. I opened up for Tank and Raheem Devine, blah, blah, blah. But, uh, yeah. The, the, the list could keep on going. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I stayed busy while I was doing the R&B thing. So that was my first love. Um, as I tell people, your first love is not your only love. Hey, I like that one. That that speaks that speaks a lot. I like that a lot. I I, I want to talk about your film directing. Okay. So let's talk about that. How you got into that, and then how you got inspired to do it. Okay. Um. So film directing is a new field for me too. Um. What activated my film directing was uh, I don't know if you know, but I was in this film called Bel Air. Um, story of Fresh Prince, the dramatic version of it. Um, I was a guy who actually sent Will from Philly. Um, but it inspired me even more. Growing up, I was a storyteller. So I used to write short stories and things like that. And that was only my that was on my 2019 list to get back into writing stories. And um, there were fantasy stories and whatnot. So when Bel Air actually came out, it motivated me even more to like, yo, I'm going to go ahead and start directing and creating my own films for it. So that's what my, actually my new film is like a sci-fi thriller that's going to be coming out. So, yeah. Oh, um, what's some of your um, film directors that you look up to? Um, James Mango. Uh, he's the one who directed Logan. Um, Quentin Tarantino, of course. Um, I'm, you know what? It's so... It's, Whenever I get anything, I become super obsessive. 
So I put myself through crash courses of studying different um, directors. Oh, Ang Lee. He's, a, he's the one who directed Life of Pop. If you've never seen it, I recommend seeing Life of Pop. And he's doing another one. I can't think of it right now, but <laughs> it's a great movie. He's, a, he's, he's big on like bright color. He's super dope. But yeah, those are my top ones, directors. I, uh, the one that most recently that I've really enjoyed just like chilling on is The Life of Walter Mitty. Smitty. Smitty, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Just the, the color on that and the, the landscape shots are like of Iceland uh, were, were incredible. You know, like they really um, motivated me to really just um, think more than just a, a, a just specific shot, more of like a more of a, a broader shot of everything. If that makes sense at all. Yeah. Oh, Ang Lee did Gemini Man, which is going to be coming out with Will Smith. And he did Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. So if you get that like cinematography behind that, that's what his big bang is. Man, I forgot about Gemini Life. Yeah, I just I think a few weeks ago I saw the preview. Yeah, looked really intense movie. with like Will Smith as like a younger, yeah. and then he sees his older self. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's like Will. He's going against his when he's twenty five against what he is now fifty. Yeah, so yeah, that's gonna be wild. I'm I'm all big for that. So. It's been interesting. Uh, the study process of directing is different. Like now, look at films completely different now. Just I'm opening my third eye even more. Um, I think all artists have a third eye, so um, it's interesting. So that's that's one thing that's being created. Um, it's interesting to hear the third eye because that's something I've been trying to explain to people. For me. Um, studying and seeing on youtube visual podcasts and like not seeing their conversation but the vibe that they're creating and listen i'm so listeners don't take this personally but i'm not the biggest joe rogan fan but like for the first time i watched him and wiz khalifa and seeing their body actions and like his smirk and his laugh and like um just the conversations i was like that's something i want to build but i believe like you don't need a camera for that you know what i mean like audio is always a you know the plus um with building relationships with your movie directing has that has that been an easy thing it actually has uh like as we stated the creative realm is all connected um given i have model friends and then i have like musician friends as well like we're all fans of one type of form of art you know um, from music you know modeling is hand in hand because you it's interesting because when i stopped being a singer i discovered so many different female models <laughs> when i was having trouble finding females models for my music videos now i see all it's like where were y'all at when i was doing music um but i can use them all for like my um for my film and i use a lot of um locally local models for my new film too so it was cool i also want to talk about the wisdom that you've been putting on the gram most recently of like challenging people to come out of their comfort zone and um to be them real selves and, and to go for it uh, what, what's been some some fuel, fuel? Excuse me. What's been some fuel for you um, to 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 put on that? Uh, man, honestly, it's I see people becoming depressive, not knowing who they are. Um, one thing about my time away from music, I did it for so long. Um, when I take your time away from something, you get to see who you really are, and you get to see what you could have done better. Um, so when I took my time away from music, I got to see like, wow, I could have did this better. 
or how how great was I really? You know, it makes you ask those questions. Um, we'll probably do, I'm gonna continue on to the story on what else I discovered when I survived from music. Um, where it actually sent me through a depressed stage because I'm a creative and I need to feed on creativity. So when I took a step away from it, I was like, man, damn, was I being consistent with making YouTube videos? Was I, was I studying my craft enough? Was I doing anything like that? And I wasn't, you know, I may put it like a fantastic music video or drop some cool songs, but, and I was performing like four times a month, but I really wasn't putting that extra effort into it you know I took it for granted because it was I was good from where I was I was comfortable you know and um, that's what I learned where do what comes natural and what comes easy you know that's when you can put even more effort into it you know that's what like motivate me even more so every day like if it makes you happy and doesn't feel like a work and you're just doing it it's, that's what it is like yeah yeah. Uh, I think it's taking self-doubt yeah. and making something of yourself. Uh, so many creatives get caught in like the comparison. Like this person's making moves, so that means I should make moves. Yeah. But I don't think that's always it. No. You know what I mean? It's patience is the game. Yeah. And now, listen, I, if patience was a person, there would be times where I would kill that person. <laughs> but it's also paid off. Yeah. Um, Happiness lies within, not on something or in something that's not real. You know what I'm saying? Um, with with working with Bel Air, um, doing a backstory of of uh, Will Smith, you know, um, how was it playing the the bad guy and a and a beautiful story? Um, funny thing is, a lot of people don't know that, but that story is really true about Will Smith. Like a guy actually ran him out of Philly because of that um and i actually learned the backstory of it um the director morgan hit me up and was like hey i got a role for you to play this role um uh, and i was like okay cool you know just i was big on playing ba- bad guys i guess and um learning the backstory helps fuel it even more um me and jerry who plays will it actually got a real intense scene like on set where it's just really intense because <laughs> I had to say some things that makes might not feel like you know so it was real tough uh, on the, just like keeping c- composure you know uh, but yeah I really enjoyed that experience so. yeah and seeing the the preview that that um, was put on YouTube and seeing I saw you on the bench and I was like oh he plays the best bad guy ever just timid but you know like everything was there um well what's your future goals for bel-air um you know i think bel-air would be a good uh netflix series you know a little four part six part netflix series um and you know this that's i that's what's going on (laughs) that's all i can say i don't i can't even drop too much no that's all good you put your heart in it you left it on. You left it on the stage. You left yeah. it on the floor. Um, I, I want to talk a little bit more about the modeling realm. Uh, how do you feel male modeling is here in Kansas City, especially in the Midwest? Um, male modeling is actually growing more. Um, I'm very surprised. Uh, I'm not surprised. I shouldn't say it like that. But uh, you know, male models was like 
deems against for a while. You know, men weren't like big on being models. Uh, it's really grown within the past two or three years. Uh, thanks to a lot of local designers, they've been putting on fashion shows and including a lot of male models. So that's been a great plus. Uh, and then, you know, once a couple of models start doing things, start inspiring other models, you know, other men, like, oh, okay, I can do this too, you know? So <laughs> that's the biggest thing. And, and that's what I'm all about, you know, inspiring others to get out their comfort zone, you know? So you like, yo, you can model too, bro, you know? So, and I include a lot of models whenever I do male models, whenever I'm doing anything too. So that's what I'm trying to do. It's a, it's a circle of when, you know, pay it forward. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and I, I can relate that to 100%, with, especially with the podcast and with guests. It's just like, you know, you've helped me in some way. Let me help you by getting your story out. So yeah. it's like a big win-win for everybody. I think that's creating strength and a foundation in the creative community here. The more we do that, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, the less we do, the less we get invited, and the smaller the, the, the group becomes. So it's good to encourage, to build up, and to, to reuse, and to recycle, and to, to build up. Yeah. Uh, that's definitely something I believe in. Uh, what's, what's next for you this summer, man? Um, as I said, I got a film coming out. Um, can you name the... Can you do any specifics? <laughs> so the name of the film is called Remember Rosier. Uh, as I stated, it's a sci-fi thriller. Um... It has vampires, werewolves, you know, things of that nature in there. Um, <laughs> so uh, I was really inspired even more. Like I said, I did Bel Air, but I saw Jordan Peele inspires me a lot. So, I, um, so just watching some of his films and understanding on his directing format, and it really inspired me to create my thriller. Um, I have that coming out. Um, also for models, I have like a, an invite-only club called the 79 social club and i invite certain models to come and i rent certain things places out and have certain sponsors come in we do photo shoots you know i do things like that i'm really big on like connecting people like you stated uh paying for it like one person somebody has to make a sacrifice per se to make everything move you know so and I, i'm all, all for that you know um building yeah connecting yeah, I, I love that. I think uh, networking, especially in the city, is uh, the biggest thing to do right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Be vulnerable. Yeah. Take a risk. Get the be uncomfortable. Exactly. A reward. It's a huge reward. You may not see it now, but definitely like down the line, it, it'll definitely come back around. So the question we've been asking our guests is: Let's say a hundred years have passed, and some artifacts are found about Jody. What? What? What would that? What would it say? What's some things we would find in, in a box? 100 years have passed. Artifacts about you, man. Where is his cape? Was he a Superman? Uh, that's the real thing. Uh, man, uh, I literally lived 69 lives. Um, that's what they would say. Like, what did he do? Um, I want people to say, like, yo, he, he really did everything he wanted to do. You know, um, everything he used every single resource that he was created to do you know um if it's not from modeling uh to acting to directing to being a musician to owning a business you know certain other another type of business it's just uh that's i think is he channeled his eliteness you know his higher self you know i think that's the way you know but 
you know, I want to touch on one thing you said, like, it's the vulnerability. You know, I think that's one thing that made me accelerate even more so of tapping into my genius level talent, as Jay-Z say, uh, is being vulnerable, you know, and understanding, you know, that there's always a bigger picture, you know, and to do that, you have to not always compete but open your mind and understand what's going on around you and let those in there. You can't do everything yourself. You need great people around you, you know. So, and I mean, this one thing about our city, we it's such a small city that we feel like we can't, we have to, uh, we're in a tight spot, like animals. So, if you ever back a squirrel into a corner, a lot of people don't know that squirrels bark. <laughs> so, it's any animal. If you put it against a back corner, it's only going to try to fight, you know. So, and that's what happens with our city, you know, in the past where such so small, we want to fight and I got to be the first one out front run. Instead of just like realizing like, let me step aside. If we all step aside, we can see what's ahead of us, you know. So, that's what helps and that's what's moving forward right now. We're all stepping aside and understanding that we can do this together, you know, and that's about being vulnerable, you know. And that's the main thing. Everybody needs to work on being vulnerable. I love that answer because I was going to ask you if you have any advice for the listeners, but like that knocks it out of the park. Unless you got something else you want to you oh, want to yeah, drop on. Well, uh, let's. Uh, <laughs> all right, man. So if you have any advice and any encouragement for the listeners that are wanting to do um, film directing, uh, modeling, uh, being an artist, um, doing the R and B, what's some what's some things you'd uh, you'd say? Um, first thing is understand who you are. Um, that's the biggest thing. Uh, as Diddy says, don't stop, get it, get it. Uh, I just, the biggest thing is consistency. Uh, we all want to be successful. We don't want to put in the work, you know, and the work is the hard part. Even when you make it, the work is harder, you know. So, because once you get to the level that you want to get to, now you're raised to a higher standard where your mediocre is considered bad and your eliteness is considered mediocre, which is, is, it takes a strong individual to handle that a lot, you know, and I'm, I'm human, I go through the point of like, that's not fair, like, I really, it's just amazing work, and it's, my mediocre is still greater than somebody else's, you know, and not trying to compete with anything, but it's just the whole thing, you, everyone feels that part, you know, we're natures, like, we always going to want to fight, if you want to be elite, you always want to try to push yourself to the next level um so always stay consistent and understand the business and try to learn as much as you can that's what i tell my listeners not thinking like stop looking at the finished product product, uh, products of people understand what their backstory is what platform do they stand on because we all we cannot all follow the same blueprint because we all don't start on the same platforms that's what i gotta say i like that that's deep because I think, especially as creatives, our listeners needed to hear a lot of that information just to um, love themselves and be themselves. That's like the number one rule. Right. And people are like, "Well, I don't, I don't really know myself, or how, how do I find myself?" Um, I think that lies in that word of being patient or surrounding yourself around people that are elites, yeah. and and learning from them being that sponge and soaking up that information rather than taking trying to take a flag and put it on top of a mountain when you're only halfway there you know what i'm saying 
Um, well, I appreciate your time 100%, Jody. Oh, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> One more thing. As you stated, yeah. surround yourself with the elite. Um, times have changed where we feel like we're in a rush with everything. You know, depending on your age, um, not even depending on your age, always find a mentor uh, in the field that you're in. That's the biggest thing. That's one thing I wish I learned a little earlier is finding a mentor in the field that I wanted to be in. Because if we look in the past of Picasso's and the Beethoven's and the Mozart's, they all was an understudy to someone. And that helps them become even more elite and understanding that part. A lot of times we can't, like I said, we can't do things alone. So find a mentor all the time. <laughs> You're never too big for anything. So that's my word. I'm done. I ain't gonna say nothing else. <laughs> No, that was nice. It was a good ending. All right, listeners. Well, that's Street Wave for the day. That's a short series at Blip. We out.